This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Late at night, I get inspired, watch nice stuff. Thank you so much. Come on in, sit, sit, sit. Yeah, of course. Mel- I'll take a, I'll take a coffee when you get a chance. Melo, give you that. Uh, I think so. Him and I are very friendly, but I don't remember. Yeah, that's my god. Man. He's such a good dude. Yeah. So what's going on in your world? Uh, you know, it's just uh, the last few years kind of blown up. I was the director, um, player development with the next five years. You know, um, I had two years left of my contract. Um, the whole field thing, I just didn't see that going that well. Yeah. So uh, I decided to leave. And then I um, started this thing called Black Ops, Meet Mellow, and uh, Kevin. And it, it blew up. You know, yeah. We had LeBron, KD, Ross James, we had like eight NBA. That no, was crazy. You know, it was, it was awesome. And then, you know, after that happened, you know, um, I know I, I watch your videos, you, you kind of don't like that word, but in a weird way I became an influencer. Of course. Know? So I, uh, all these companies start reaching out. Um, offering you know, stuff, little, offering little money. Yeah. Offering money, offering equity, offering this. And, you know, I was a little overwhelmed at first because yeah, I'm used to being a basketball coach, you know? So, um, you know, it's getting offered all these deals, figuring it out, and uh, it's kind of keeping pushing. And then during the season, out of like 40 guys I work with there on retainer, I travel city to city, watch film with the guys, we work with them, and when the off season comes, it's our season. I see. And Kevin, that's, what do you do? Yeah, so I've helped him with the workouts for like four years now. Mm-hmm. Do all the, basically just the little things, rebounding, all the videos, just shot around my cell phone, all from the summer. All the clips that everybody saw, just kind of around my phone. You, so you kind of do the stuff that you used to do kind of thing, just like all leveling up, like similar stuff? Yeah, well I think once that, you know, it got bigger and the videos started getting more popular, it was, we realized it was valuable, so, and then I kind of came on full time. To make video to create awareness. Yes, yeah, so it was I crazy, man. We started making these videos and the next thing you know, you know, the summer ended in 800 and, what was it, 888 million people seen the videos just in one summer, which is how, how it was crazy. 888 million views. 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 Yeah, throughout the course of that. Yep. I don't know what a view is if you watch the video. Well, Kevin watched them all 15 times and he yeah, just yeah. acts as one person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and who are you characters? They, they, they kind of, they help us out with some brands and um, kind of like a management thing. So that's what so you, you have a separate company, you guys? Yeah, Disrupt Management. Disrupt Management. I think Jordan actually does some shopping for some of your clients. Yeah, I started uh, selling sneakers online, like in high school. Yeah. And uh, helped pay for school. Awesome. And um, player on the Wizards, like DM me on Instagram and I in the shoe and then uh, started, uh, he told another guy in the Wizards and then I started DMing people, watching your content, uh, DMing 20 guys a night. I work with a couple guys on Vayner Sports, getting them clothing and stuff like that. Nice, who? Uh, Cornelius. Yeah, he's a good and dude. I've spoken to Jalen plenty of times. Uh, I think I'm meeting Keith in LA, but you know, but uh, definitely just doing self management now with Chris. Yeah, so I mean, I think the, uh, if I have one question before you, uh, the, the toughest thing, so you know, you, you take on so many clients, so I have like, you know, 50, 60 NBA guys, and at first, you know, you, you think it's a great thing, you know, when the season starts, you know, after every single game, you gotta talk to these guys, and you gotta tell them, you know, um, every problem they have, they, they, it's on you, they put it on you, every time they have a bad game, every time, so you know, 
early in the season, I got a little overwhelmed. I'm like, yeah, of course. I have 60 yeah. um, NBA players, just, you know, this guy with my girlfriends. That's really what it is, you know? Um, so I kind of had to figure out how to balance living life and dealing with Well, I think, I think, you know, anything that's not scalable, like VaynerMedia, like I have 100, 50 to 200 million dollars worth of clients running through the VaynerX machine, mm. but I don't deal with any of that because I was okay with building equity in other people. Mm. Okay. And then so, and, I mean, and that's kind of, you know, Kevin helps me, but it, one of the problems is that these players are so delicate as, you know, you know. You know of course. And so, it's like, they, I know they what, want to I talk know. to me, and it's like. Because you started by starting with that was the equity, and if you started with us, and then if you started with us and us, and that's all you have to do. Mm. Derek Morgan and Braxton Miller and all these guys that switched over to Vayner, it started with me, but then they're like, oh, AJ's good and he's even more available than Gary and fuck it, all I want is to work on my mid-range jumper and have somebody answer the fucking phone every time on the spot. So it, you know, I think what you need to do is a couple things. If you want to keep building that business and you view that as a leverage to the other things, which it is, mm-hmm. nobody's fucking with you if like Black Ops had me coming through and going three for 39 from the field. <laughs> you know, like, like um, the key for you is to figure out who else. Yeah. And really, really, and not be worried. And the biggest thing that a guy like you worries about is he goes and does his own thing. And, and you just have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. You're right, that's, that's the hardest. Of course. You have to, you have to re- that's how I feel. I'm thrilled if Babin wants to go do this for Will Smith. Yeah. Because I know I'm great. Yeah. And that's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. You have to be great at what you do and like be a good dude and like, yeah, sure. and some people, will, some people don't want to be the guy. I don't know him. I don't know Sally, who's the third one that you'll decide to add after this meeting. Yeah. Some will, some won't. So, you know, some won't just because like, fuck it, even though I kind of do, like this is my guy, or, or like they just like being number two, three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. But you can't be crippled by, because it's what happens. You know, once he's got the relationship with Russ and LeBron and Shlemron, well then, it's, then he can just say, I'm out. Yeah. But that can't stop you from building a business, otherwise you're half pregnant. No, you're right. You're right. And then, and then if you like actually have that vibe with him, all of a sudden, like either, you understand, he'll go or the next guy will go mm-hmm. or not go, period. That's just like a binary decision. Yeah. You'd almost be happy, you know it's like being a coach. Mm-hmm. You, did you watch Bill and Bill, the 30 for 30 yet? Yeah, I did. You did? Perfect. Did you notice how fucking Bill Parcells was setting Bill Belichick up to be a coach? Yeah. I played he for Rick Pitino, he did the same thing. Good, and guess what? He might, him, or if it's not him, him, him could be even better at it than you. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. You okay. just want to be the tree. Exactly. So that's it, man. That's the game. Yeah, you're right. That's the game. And you got to start putting energy against it. Yeah. Which, mean, which, mean mean, which means those videos need to start, you know, really like putting people on. Mm-hmm. Here's my thing. The thing that you need to figure out is do you want to use the training as like, do you always, like for me, like it's actually the world I'm living in now. Like VaynerMedia is actually not smart in the same way that your training business is not smart anymore, but it's actually very smart. Like, like to me, like I hate that I have an agency and have to deal with all this shit, but long term when I buy Pony and, and all the next generation of basketball players are wearing Pony off the court, it will all work out because of this and I would have never been able to do that by myself. I would have been able to make $25 million a year speaking and being my, and writing books and being me and mm-hmm. charging 
$100,000 a day to like have three hour versions of this, mm-hmm. cool, mm-hmm. but that's not 15 billion. Yeah. And so that's it. And there's a lot of risks and emotions and shit that comes along with that mm-hmm. when you're dealing with people, but mm-hmm. CA was built. Like, like William Morris was built. Yeah. Like people have done it. Yeah. By building out, you know, uh, other personalities, other. What's your take on watering down a brand? I say that so I have every sneaker brand, every clothing brand in the world wanting to do a deal, um, and I feel like you know I have Melo, you know, telling me you know you can't water yourself down, and at the same time you know you want to make some money and yes. you know, stuff that you know, you have a hundred brands that want to do stuff and stuff balancing out what brand do I want to do stuff with? You mean you personally and your thing? Uh, at this point, it's gone to you, me personally. Yeah. Uh, I would. Um, I would. Uh, th- there's no right answer. Mm-hmm. Like, here's what I know: If Under Armour offered you ten million dollars and you can't work with any other brands, you'd do it. Yeah. No, exactly. That, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just an it's just an auction, right? Like, if everybody's offering a hundred, well, then you want to take all seven hundreds. But if somebody's offering a million, and, you, and then you know, there's no right answer. Here's what I would say. Just never lie and everything can work. Yeah, that's actually great. It's actually a great piece of advice. It, is. it might not be fun to say to KD something or Mello or Chris Paul. It might not be fun, mm-hmm. but if you never lie, you're in a great spot. Yeah, that's, 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 that's great. You want to eat, they know that. You want to do your job. I would say this. It all starts and, start, starts and stops with the thing that got you there. Just because I've gotten bigger, I don't stop interacting with people. I don't start, I don't, I don't big time. I want to know people. Like, that will never go away. Because that's what got me here. Yeah. So, what got you here is like you were good at your craft and guys trusted you. And that's what it is. And, and you don't want to give that up for $5 million. You're right. So, we, 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 but, we, but, but, you still want to make, you still. And you should, which is why the lying is the key. Whatever you decide, that's what you decided. Whatever it is, it is. Like, I invested in Gowalla, mm-hmm. which was a Foursquare competitor when the, five years ago when all those Foursquare check-in thing happened. I invested in Gowalla, but told all my clients to use Foursquare because it was better. Mm-hmm. That's why I sit here today. Interesting. It's very important. You might get $15 million from Adidas, you just better tell them, listen, if fucking, this class from Duke that comes out and three of them want to work with me, if one of them's fucking ankle I think fits better into a fucking, you know, Asics shoe, I'm gonna tell them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, like you if, if Rocky. you know, like, like fucking, uh, my, my home, I, don't, who's the, I guess Ill Mine probably brought me those Marvel Panther. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if I want to rock those. You can do it. Then I can do it. You're man for that. And when I go to LA this weekend, I want to rock those. Yeah. You know, along with mine. Mm-hmm. And then that's, that's and, but that's because I told him like, look, I'm still gonna come through for you for what you want. Yeah. Yeah, I have another question for you. What's sure. your take on media? So I, I've done, so you know, the summer got done and I, I did GQ and Wall Street Journal and uh, you know, uh, ESPN Sports. I did everything you could possibly think of. Right? Okay. And then it, it keeps coming. And it, it comes, now, now, now I'm at the point, it's like, I have nothing else to tell you guys, you know, it, no. Well, you can tell the same thing in a different place. So you, you believe in I should like, keep? 
Well, I think it needs like, to be strategic. Like, that's going to do something. And I'm like, do I just keep doing every one of these? Or do I, is it, or do I stop eventually? I mean, look, you do whatever you want. I mean, What's ex- your take on that? I think attention is the most important asset, but I think you have to be smart, right? Like, I'd rather you do something with, you know, with fucking bar stool than Rolling Stone. Mm-hmm. Like, go where the culture is. Mm-hmm. He's a bar stool fan. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But what's good about Rolling Stones is it gets you into new eyes that don't see you on Instagram. So I have a clothing brand. I started a, comp- a clothing brand a year ago called Colorblind. Okay. I literally made a hoodie. I didn't think it was going to be much. Next thing I know, I got Selena Gomez, the Kardashians. Everyone's wearing it. And, it's, uh, and when you say next thing I know, like talk me through that because that's an important uh, thing for me to understand so to give the, you advice. When that whole, uh, it wasn't like, oh, I just put this yeah, on Shopify. Yeah. Like, when that whole, uh, yeah. So when that whole like, Trump stuff and the police people shootings and stuff are happening. Yep. Uh, you know, I went to the print store by myself and I made a hoodie that said colorblind. Yep. So simple as that. Yep. Um, I posted it on my social media, you know, a bunch of guys like, what's that? Um, you should, Mello's like, you need to put that on Shopify. So I put on Shopify, sells out. I love that Mello's so smart. And then um, the next thing I know, I've done, you know, um, some money. I'm, I'm struggling because I don't know. I have a team of two, which is retarded. So I, um, we've done like eight or nine different um, releases, sold out every release, you know, doing a collab with Nike, and now, so now it's like really blowing up. And um, Who runs it? Me by, me by myself. It's yeah, to, yeah. I mean, you're, you're, it's, you know, here, here's what I can say. Either you, find, either you find young talent that is so pumped to have autonomy and run shit, Mm-hmm. and you keep 100% and the trade is you're putting youngsters on, they're getting to meet people, they're learning, and then they can decide what the fuck they want to do at 28. Mm-hmm. Or you give up 20 to 50% to people who know what the fuck they're doing and you're not guessing. You, don't, you, think, you don't think they can do it. They've been doing it for 14 years. So what do you think about that? I think both work. Mm-hmm. Like Supreme's cool. You know what's more cool? Nike. <laughs> Depends what you think is cool. You're right. Like, you know, Converse is more cool than Supreme. Mm-hmm. They make more money. You know, but but for now, what's great about cool is you can get there. Mm-hmm. You know, you're either in control or you're not. And I agree completely with what you say. But also, when you're they young. Open that big check. Yeah. Okay. It's like damn, that's that's right. To say no to that, you know. I get it. That's how people make real money, though. Yeah. Zuck said no to a billion dollars. Huh. You just gotta figure out how long you wanna be in it. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it's less about risk tolerance, it's just more about do you know yourself, right? Like risk tolerance is the right way to like look at it like on paper in a textbook. It's actually different than that. It's actually like, what the fuck are you up to? Mm-hmm. Here's what I know about you without, I don't know anything about you, but like here's what I know about you. I think you'd really struggle with the idea of making 10 million, but being known as a whore and a sellout and never being able to play after four years from today. Yeah, that's my fear. Okay, well good. Fierce. Let's start with that. So, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what else to tell you. So my thing is, so you I, leave, I, I, the, I think the reason I am who I am is because I leave so much money on the table. Mm-hmm. It is tough when you're with you, when, you, when you're starting off, you know, you get to meet start- NBA players. Oh man, I was 34 years old when I left Wine Library. I owned nothing, how old are you? I'm 31. Perfect, I was 34 when I left my dad's business. I built it for him, I owned 0% of it, which means the bank and the world saw me as 
being worthless. I never paid myself more than $70,000 a year. I was 34. That's crazy, man. I think you're, I think you're, you may overthink this moment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, no, you're right. And, uh, and I think that may lead to bad decisions. Mm-hmm. My, my fear is, is selling Ross, Katie, Mello, and be like, you know, we kind of gave you this platform and you're using us to sell out. Of course. That's my biggest fear. As you should be. It's about getting them better. It's right. And guess what? There's some kid coming up right behind you that is thrilled to take 80% of what you take to just do basketball and work 10 times harder than you because they don't have all this other opportunity. And that's why what we're trying to do is make it so that we're gonna make money off all these other deals and these media things where it's like we're known to have the best gym and guys, these NBA and college, top high school days, they don't pay. I get that's it. That's the ultimate goal. We're trying to, because of Melo and his respect that he has from all the young kids, everybody. Of course. I can really, really, really help and would. Happily, through all these conversations, I have real thoughts about this shit. There's a re- there's there's not an accident that I'm, I'm going to be the guy, mm-hmm. and it's based on this on the right way of thinking about things. And it starts with what the fuck do you want? Because mm-hmm. I want to buy the Jets, I got to do everything right. Yeah. If you want to fucking smoke weed in you know Jamaica and bang hot chicks, well then you can just sell out now because that's easy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and by the way, and by the way. That sounds great too. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm not judging one's ambitions. Yeah. Right now is the time you decide where you want this thing to end up and you work backwards. Mm-hmm. I know what I want. I want, you know, I want to be the most powerful um, in, you know, person in basketball. That's- well then, then you need to really make it all about them. Because mm-hmm. they have the leverage, not you. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, exactly. Period. That's the most important thing. It's not even close. And I think just the biggest battle is, you know, so right now from, I've got the top high school kids in the country, top college kids, top Of course, everybody. Guys. You got everybody. And, um, you know, uh, you, you don't charge high school kids, right? You don't yeah. charge college kids. So, you know, there, there's like that dry period that's not during the season. That and you don't I charge them. Ryan. You don't charge them because you think they'll Once come they with the you. Once they the league, then they can look. That's kind of they will look out. Yeah, but guess what? You're building a brand. Mm-hmm. Your biz, old business model is different now. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do as many pro bono. Mm-hmm. Meaning. Meaning you're so fucking cool because of last summer what happened on Instagram and YouTube that you don't need that. They're just gonna go with you anyway. Mm-hmm. I would double down on fucking LeBron and Melo because that's why you'll get them, not because you were nice to them. That's fact. I'm very aware. We talk about that all the time. I can when, when you're around them and you act like they're not there, they like that when you're like, yeah, then they. It's even less about like being cool and like getting the girl to come to you or the guy. It's more about you do it for LeBron and, and Russ. Like when they come out, like sure, Rick was nice to them in high school and college, but now that they're in the league, they're gonna go with the coolest brand. Mm-hmm. Like this, ha- this is recruiting. Yeah. You were the nicest coach, you're the best friend, you took care of their mama, but I'm gonna go to Duke. Mm-hmm. Brand always wins. Yeah. That's why Banner Sports is gonna win. Yeah, you guys have been winning. We haven't even started. And we're already dangerous. We have a guy in the green room in our first year. Like it's, it's gonna be a problem. How many hours a night do you sleep? Six or seven. I sleep. It's just that I work so hard the other 18. Mm-hmm. It's not about how much I sleep. You know? Yeah, sure what that sounds like. Cause you're not in the right spot yet. So I'm just thinking. You're, yeah, when I'm, the reason I'm good is cause I'm at peace. 
So one of the problems is so the games, right? The games. Yeah, West Coast. I respect that. To break down the game. The what? Player. What? What time do you go to sleep? Three. By the, yeah, by the time the player winds down and wants to stop talking, it's three or four, you know. Yeah, and what time do you get up? Um, depends, depends on the day. You need to be smart. Don't be stupid. Change your world. You're a guy that goes to sleep at three or four. It's okay if you start at 11. I'm being dead fucking serious. You just feel like a dickhead when you do that. <laughs> yeah, and then you just tell somebody, that's cool that you're judging me, dick, but I went to sleep at four, you went to sleep at 11. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get in this call out. Yeah, man, no, I appreciate you taking this, man. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, I really, really, really hope you loved it. Uh, as you guys know, I try to bring it every single day. Uh, so whether you're walking a dog, uh, running on the treadmill, or traveling on a plane, I hope it brought a little value or escapism for you. And I'm here to talk to you about the thing that I'm most excited about, which is the Gary V Wine Club for $55 a month delivered. No shipping charge. $55 delivered. You either get one, two, three, or four bottles of wine for some of you that don't know, that is the industry I grew up in. I was once known as a wine expert, and what I've been doing is getting back in the game, tasting hundreds of wines each month to narrow it down between one and four bottles so that I can send it to you and send you over $100, $150, $200 worth of value each month. If you go to the hashtag Gary V Wine Club on Instagram, you can see the insanity brewing. I'm really excited about it, and I know so many of you have people that are fans of my content and different things that nature and to be very frank I'm just so proud of the damn club like the first you know somebody just emailed me this morning actually there was a Shatniff to pop that's how we roll a Shatniff to pop in the first October month the first month we did it that the guy just literally saw in a liquor store for $67 just for that bottle and it was one of the three bottles so super excited about it buy one for your dad your best friend your boss I will not let you down and most of all each month There is a video and audio supplement of me tasting the wines that you can taste along, build your palate, or entertain one of your buddies. The greatest gift for the holiday season in the history of mankind, the Gary Vee Wine of the Month Club, $55 delivered. Go sign up now to winelibrary.com slash Gary Vee. Gary V-E-E.